Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 45, Ugly Sweaters, Tradition or Travesty? Uh, I'm torn. I'm torn. I stand somewhere relatively in the middle because I don't know. I've got a lot of a lot of points about this. So I guess we'll start. I don't know what got me down this rabbit hole to start us here the other day, but I was curious what like what's the deal? What's the history of these? Is this just like some hallmark made up thing? Because now you see them everywhere, like Right. Um, I was at Walmart the other day and I will say they have I mean like a whole wall of them, probably 10 or 12 different kinds of types like looks if you will um so i did some research and the ugly sweater itself became a staple in the 80s with the cosby shows bill huxtable leading the way if that's not a flashback uh, credit is given to chevy chase's character in the national lampoon's christmas vacation movie because he added the holiday twist onto the ugly sweater idea. Oh. Um, but fast forward from the 80s to the 2000s. Our friends in Canada will appreciate this. Because somewhere in Vancouver, Canada, somebody named Chris Boyd and Jordan Birch launched the first ever Christmas sweater party. And the rest was history. Took off through Canada, through the U.S., and now is clearly an ongoing situation. (laughs) Um, But I look at it, okay, so, um, I don't know. For me, not some swift knitter that can just knit something up on the fly. I couldn't imagine taking my time and my poor arthritis fingers for hours on end to make a sweater to look ugly. Right. Like, what a waste of... I don't know. I don't know. And are they really ugly? Like, I don't know. I might for next year. Now that... Now that we're talking about it. I don't know. I don't... Where would I wear it to, though? I don't have anywhere to go. I feel like I don't want to make one for my benefit. The annual Christmas cookie exchange... In honor of mom. Because that was always a fun excuse to get super decked out in holiday wear. Um, We need to bring it back. I feel like. Yeah. Annual Uh, cookie exchange slash mac and cheese bake off. (laughs) I have, I mean, plenty of scrap yarn. So I definitely could make something, you know, with... Scrapping, but I've never made a sweater before, so it might just be unintentionally ugly. <laughs> well, it. and that's just it too. So, like, okay, you know, the oh, ugly sweater contest. Most of them aren't ugly, I don't think. Like, we found a cute Christmas sweater for Remy that I would say would probably be deemed as like an ugly sweater, but legit, this thing is green and red and has a giant furry cat on the front, and I think it's fantastic. Like, I, if they had it in my size, I'd probably wear that to the office. Like. Look at me and my cat sweater. So I don't really think that they're ugly, but we have a coworker. So our workplace has in the past held an ugly sweater contest. Right. Which I feel like then does up at a level because if you throw the word contest in anything that involves our our group of folks specifically at the office, 
I don't even know. Like the, the prize could be like you get to breathe oxygen today and we're like, we're going hard in the pain. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know why we're like that. Probably because I don't know, probably just because we are. Because everything has to, to be nature. made into a contest. <laughs> but like, I love it. Like show. I could have no desire to be like, oh, ugly sweater. Okay, we're all gonna have an ugly sweater day. But they're like ugly sweater contest and it's a whole thing. Right. But we have a coworker who really took it serious as well. And what I liked, he took the true meaning of ugly sweater. Like, would go to the thrift store, buy a sweater. Not a holiday sweater, just a sweater. And then he may or may not, like, weave some tree garland through it. And one year he strung an entire string of lights from the inside of the shirt. Like, actual Christmas lights, not, like, shirt lights. Is this a um, person that still works with us? It is a person that still oh. works with us. Okay. Um, He has been here longer than I. Um, started out in the same area that we started in. This is like the Guess Who game. I like this. Um, <laughs> he does not wear glasses. Okay. Um, I don't even know how to. I'm gonna lose it if I go any further with this because oh, there's just so much that I could say here. Um. Still works in that same realm, but per se a different venue that his computer is situated in, perhaps with some other operations folks and or managers of center service um, (laughs) might sit in that realm with those folks. Um, oh, you're just gonna her- have to tell me. <laughs> oh, you don't have to tell me now. You can tell me later. But I, I am drawing a blank here. Okay. Well, I could really, I, I really want to announce a theme song with it. But if anybody from the workplace is listening, this theme song in itself would likely give it away and make me also look like a horrible person. So we're gonna move forward from that. Okay. Um, but anywho, he went all in on these sweaters. Like, really, one year. He took another sweater and sewed it on top. Like, it was like a child-sized sweater. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Okay. okay. And now, can you imagine different theme songs that could be playing in my head? Because they're still there. Yeah. Trying to shut them down. Because um, I just don't want to lose it and start giggling here to our listeners. <laughs> um, he always did do a really good job. Yes. Like, and that was, I feel like, okay, look at him. He is making it an ugly sweater. He took a child-sized sweater sewed it onto an adult size sweater to fit him weaved some (laughs) metallic tree garland throughout like deserves a prize you know it's the problem with us not necessarily being in the office often is it takes me a minute to remember some of the some of the happenings you know what i mean things that you would yes know every day or recall regularly it's like and for the rest of the night baby got back probably probably just going down in my head because (laughs) i just can't um so i don't know that's where i stand kind of in the middle here on these ugly sweaters because for real one i don't think they're really ugly so i have a hard time calling them ugly sweaters why can't we just say that they're christmas sweaters or holiday sweaters yeah i i keep getting pop-up ads on my newsfeed on Facebook and a lot of them happen to be 
ugly Christmas sweaters, except for some of them are not just ugly, but they're like gross. You know what oh. I mean? Like it'd be like a sweater, but of like a shirtless person maybe with like hair and I just bleh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well I saw somebody do a quote ugly Christmas sweater picture and this has been floating around social media, so I'm sure our listeners have probably seen it too. But like the the girl has a whole boob out, like a whole a whole breast out of the sweater and has it decorated up like a reindeer. So yes, like I've seen glance, it. You might not catch it. But tell me who's ballsy enough to walk in the office like that because I will give you a prize. Like I and who, will commend your bravery. And who needs that much attention to to wear Right. And they, while I'm on my high horse, dirty look of the week's gonna go to anybody that disagrees with me here because that's just how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> but tell me okay. a sweater with your whole breast hanging out is okay because it's painted up like a reindeer except for a breastfeeding mom is not okay in the mall. Um no. Stop. Just stop people. Yeah. So otherwise continue on. You can disagree with me from here forward. I'm totally okay with it. No, I just um, I <laughs> I just I don't know. But Here's the thing. I'm kind of the awkward person at the parties, too, to where I'm sort of a wallflower and always have been, especially if it's a lot of people that I don't know. It takes me a while to warm up. Like, I really could not imagine myself going into any kind of social situation with a boob out of my shirt. No, I don't even like going out in public at all without a bra on, even if I've got on, like, a t-shirt, a sweatshirt, a coat. Yeah, I don't know that I ever have. (laughs) No, I don't think, like, it's, it's not a thing. Like, even if I have to run out to the car and get something, I feel like like people driving down the road are like look at her under that coat I bet there's no bra there like no I'm sure no one has a clue but for me I just can't do it like I'm just well, not one it of those like been part of, of getting dressed since we were like 11 years old or however sadly I was kind of a big girl for me it was about eight ish <laughs> oh, I was one I of those was a late bloomer <laughs> I still am really I'm 34 and still still waiting to bloom <laughs> which is probably why i don't walk around with my boob out because everyone's like (laughs) okay that's (laughs) like what is what's going on here (laughs) oh shoot this is spiraled out quickly (laughs) so as you can imagine that would be probably an ugly sweater because i don't see anybody's boobage hanging out but it struck me because like i said at first glance it is tricky it plays a trick on you to where you're like oh sweater and then you're like wait a minute what was that? Get you know what is cute, though? A little off topic here is the little hairdos that I see on Pinterest that people do for different holidays and stuff. Because I did see one on Pinterest where someone made, like, a reindeer bun, I guess, in the back of, like, their little girl's yes. hair. Like, it was, like, a bun with, like, they put, like, little, like, googly eyes on it and, like, a little... uh red pom-pom nose and some kind I'm of I'm a fan of that. Antlers. Um I saw a snowman one that was pretty cute. I love the Cindy Lou Who hair. I wish Remington would let me do more stuff with her hair, but she hates it. Um but we're big on hair because they usually do crazy hair day homecoming week as part of spirit week. Oh yeah. And in the past we've done uh one year I watched way too many youtube videos because i'm this invested in my kid having wacky hair for wacky hair day 
But I watched these videos on how to basically make lace out of hair to look like a spider web. Oh, Just okay. in the top area of the head to where yeah. like, the rest of the hair just laid there like normal. But the top layer of hair, but I believe I weave that into a spider web and then put a plastic spider ring in there from Halloween. Oh, cute. That was a good wacky hair. One year we did, um, I put Remy's hair in a big bun. So it looked like a donut. And then I took like a small Dixie plate and cut it and put it around the bun. And then I took, and I'm a maniac. Hindsight, I realize now that I might have went a bit too far with some of these. But I took um, a white paper plate and Mm -hmm. colored it pink with sprinkles. Like made what looked like sprinkles on it. Like icing on the donut. And then I cut that out. And I may or may not have used a needle and thread and sewn that into the top of the bun so it looked like a donut on the plate with sprinkles on the whole deal. And then I put a coffee cup on the plate, too, so that it was like a freaking donut and cup of coffee on top of this kid's head. That is cute. Um, it, so we're big bun people because we're lazy and we really just like wearing our hair up. So any of those bun ones always work out good for her. Another year we did a bird nest. It looked like a bun, but it was a bird nest. Um... That'd be super cute. I want to get crazy the next round and maybe do like some like pipe cleaners and do some Pippi Longstocking type. Oh, I hope my mom is listening to this. Oh, is she a Pippi Longstocking fan? Mm -mm. No, I tried to go to school one day with pipe cleaners in my hair um, and bend it certain ways for Pippi Longstocking. And she all but beat my ass back into the house before she let me get on the school bus. She was like, you are not going to school with pipe cleaners in your hair. I thought I did a good job on it. She was not having it that day. Oh, no. Well, then in that case, I will allow you to come and help put pipe cleaners in her hair. <laughs> we'll send her on her merry way. Man, um, we would still talk about that to this day. She's like, well, at least hilarious. I didn't go to school with pipe cleaners in my hair. Oh, it's happening now. It's sealed. <laughs> it's been spoken into existence. Next year, Wacky Hair Day, we're going to have to be like, hello, boss man. We both need a personal day because we've got some hair vendetta going on here. we got to get these pipe cleaners worked out. Yes. Um, I always try to do really crazy stuff with my hair when I was in like junior high. Um, not really high school, but junior high mostly. And I had these um, peacock feathers that I bought from the craft store. Tried to do something with those in my hair one day. Mom was like, oh. yeah, you're definitely not going to school with peacock feathers in your hair. Oh, man. Um, so did man, you have them on wild. clips or like were they just no. out your ponytail? Like how, did, how was this going to go? Yeah, on? it was like a bun situation. And then I tried to put the peacock feathers in the back, like through the back of it. Um, oh, okay. I mean, it probably looked very Native American in retrospect, but I like it. No, get that out of your hair. Um, Gosh, I don't know, man. There were so many different, different things. Put stuff now with our hair, with my hair. Like, for example, when we had the Fourth of July contest, I couldn't just use normal spray glitter. I straight in my hair and then dumped red white and blue craft glitter and stripes on my hair with no regard for how I was going to get that out after that <laughs> I was scraping glitter out of my scalp for weeks to come oh, because no. glitter is relentless I love it all the same I mean I just don't care but it's 
especially once it's into your scalp like that. Like there's you got to use your nail to like get it up out of there, and it was not good. If we could just make butterfly clips popular again, I'd be happy. I feel like we can with our also <laughs> these listeners are going to think that like they're going to picture in their heads based on all the wardrobes that we talk about. We're going to appear back at the office with like 40s or 50s <laughs> kitten heels, <laughs> butterfly clips and glitter in our hair. <laughs> they will have the paddy wagon waiting on us within five minutes of us walking I mean, through I'm that not going to lie. It sounds like a fantastic outfit that I would love to wear. Um <laughs> So we might just make it happen. Oh, also off subject, we might be having a karaoke party to attend in the spring. We will definitely keep our listeners posted oh. and maybe have to share some clips. But one of our coworkers, who also may or may not be a TikTok sensation, DJ Polsky, uh, <sighs> may or may not have volunteered to host said shindig and i could not be more excited for a karaoke outdoor themed barbecue style party yes that would be so fun well we we got on to discussing like i don't know how people get hooked on songs for a while i'm one of those people i cannot listen to a song without listening to the lyrics trust me i wish i had a way to shut that part of my brain off sometimes because i also am a bit of an empath i feel deeply and emotionally whether I want to or not so sometimes like I can hear just like two chords of a song and be like nope changing it Joe will be like what the heck how did you even know what song that was and I tell him well that was George Strait I'm carrying your love with me and I can't hear that right now because it makes me think of my dad or whatever but we got on to talking about songs after my dad died um which was 96 Martina McBride's song with a broken wing Mm-hmm. was around that time and I'll tell you what we heard that song probably eh, 10 hours a day on solid repeat oh. because it was just really the right type of song for mom who was all in her feels and grieving and everything else um, but if I'm looking for the bright side should there ever be a life or death karaoke situation <laughs> where someone says I need you to sing with a broken wing now or it's death I will nail it. <laughs> um, so we, we literally just got on the subject of karaoke and just he's like, yeah, I need to have a karaoke party. And I'm like, dude, I will buy decorations. I will cook food. Like, let's make it happen. Um, because out of our group of people, I feel like a good bit of us would partake in the karaoke. I do, too. I, I would. think so. You would. Mm-hmm. He would. Um, I could say probably... Uh, so I could probably think of three others that at least would. Some maybe would if they had a beer or two in them. Oh, I'm definitely going to need alcohol. That's for sure. Um, yeah, glass of wine's a must. Let's be honest. I'm probably not going to need a glass of wine though, just because I really, really like singing, and I like karaoke. And the fact that it's karaoke that you don't have to like go to a bar and do karaoke. Right. Yep. Sign me up. So we're. To bring that to fruition, uh, he was looking at some dates in April and May. My first song will be Michael Bolton's How Can We Be Lovers If We Can't Be Friends. Oh my gosh. Okay. I don't know if my... Might be first, second, and third song. <laughs> <sighs> so I'm torn. Like, I've already got... I mean, I'm going to have to have a lineup. Like, they're going to have to be, like, somebody and then Britney and then somebody and then Britney. <laughs> so yeah, I have a set list. Yes. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> I don't know if it would be Reba McIntyre's Fancy. Okay. So that's solid. Yeah. Or Loretta Lynn, Coal Miner's Daughter. Okay. Or Chris Stapleton. Any song that anybody would like to choose. I can sing them all. Um, we have another co-worker who he sings a lot of Chris Stapleton songs, doesn't he? He does. And I feel like with a beer or two, he'd be in. Oh, um, for sure. I think so. I feel like maybe we should leak a live video of this so that I can be found and made a star once my karaoke goes live. Not because I'm that good of a singer, but because I feel like I'm going to put a lot into my performance. (laughs) I think that we should start a YouTube channel for you anyway. And you could, I mean, you know people in those circles. We started YouTube probably book some gigs. It's going to be for this right here, what we're doing right now. That's going to be, listeners, hopefully that's going to be on our goal for our 2022 New Year's resolutions. You better be working on yours, people, because... We oh, I'm going to be them. asking. We're, we're approaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we get to the end of the year here, we really want to hear from you. What are your New Year's resolutions? So one of ours is going to be to work on a video channel so that at least sometimes, maybe once a month or something like that, we can have a video podcast or a vodcast, if you will. I hate when people say that word, to be honest. Like the it's word like vlog. A- I don't like that either. I know that's yes, what it is. Yes, like stop trying like to it. smash words together. <laughs> like yes. So we're going to work on that for you. Um, and I promise to spare you mostly from any karaoke that might ensue. Um, I don't I don't make that promise. I might. <laughs> I might. So is that your ultimate Michael Bolton song then? How can we be lovers if we can't be friends? No, I also love Steel Bars. Um, I, like... I can't even hear Steel Bars because it makes me it makes me think of Aunt Cindy. Oh, it does? Back, back in the day, she might have thought it said steel balls. Oh, my goodness. No. Steel, I'm not <laughs> sure how steel balls would even get wrapped all around you. I'm not sure. But back in the day, that is what it was. Oh, uh, so no. anytime I hear that song in my head, I hear her singing steel balls. Mm. Um, but and since you know her, you can totally appreciate how funny that yeah, is. Yeah, I just... <laughs> um, but I know all the Michael Bolton songs, too. That used to be Mom's Jam. Like, I don't know, man. It's so weird because when it comes to music and numbers, there are two things that my brain is really strange about. Um, I know the lyrics to so many songs that it's stupid. If they're, again, wherever some sort of life and death situation, I've got your back. But um, I'm like that me. with Matchbox 20. I don't think Matchbox 20 has a song that I don't know by heart. I'm like that with everything. Actually... Back in the day, my brother-in-law, before he was married to my sister, was one of my BFFs back in the day. So we're kids. I'm talking like he's probably 12 and I'm probably 13. And he came with us to a cousin's graduation party that was like an hour and a half away. And by the time we got there, he was like, are there any songs you guys don't know the words to? Like he was (laughs) super distraught with us because we sang the whole way. But that's what we've always done. So like I can remember songs to stupid stuff. I mean... It is weird. I don't know. But then, like, if you ask me something, I don't know. What did I have for breakfast this room? Mm, that's debatable. I don't know, really. So, I don't know why it's like that. But lyrics. Mom used to listen to Michael Bolton and Rod Stewart. 
and all of that stuff. I know we talked about Motown because you haven't listened to a lot of that. No. Know all the words to all that stuff. It's so odd. Um, I'm going to blame my dad for that, I think, because when I was three, he made me learn the words to the song My Girl. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if I was just, they were trying to make me into some cute little Shirley Temple singing sensation or something at the age of three. But I mean, like, would literally, like, line by line, okay, let's go back to the beginning. Okay, let's go through it again. Like, make me learn this song. Uh, again, I'm not sure why I never performed it anywhere or like I don't, I don't know. But ever since then, lyrics, it's a thing. Um, but yeah, I will sing some Michael Bolton with you. Um, there's, yeah, there's so many. I can't even really. I was really glad when he cut his hair. I though. really like, but those are my top real about that? I'm really glad he cut his hair. What is it? I was glad when he cut his hair. Michael Bolton? Yeah. I have mixed feelings about that. I mean, I when I picture him in my head, he has long hair. Oh, okay. But well, it does look be better short. Again. Like, mullets are making a comeback. Yeah. But I was like, okay, about time. Thank you for that. So... I don't know. It is tradition, though. He did. He did rock that hair. Yeah, as he was getting older, it needed to be cut. Yeah, I will that's agree. a good call. Um, is he married? I know for a while he did. I don't think so. Garden. Not as far as I know. Okay. Not well, yet. Anyway, he's gonna be my second husband. <laughs> like, as in polygamy, or as in once you're divorced. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> okay, what, whatever floats your boat. Okay, got it. No, uh, note um, I mean, I don't know. We always said we wanted to travel. I guess Utah is going to be on the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, Michael. I could never be with anybody else besides Eric, though. And I've told him this before. Not, I mean, not as if we were going to get divorced or anything, but even if you were to pass away, because like I have no desire to meet anyone else's friends their family their kids learn their habits what they like to eat how do they clean up after themselves wholeheartedly agree none of that i don't have time for none of that i would just be a single (laughs) old cat lady widow if something were ever to happen that's right that's right i mean it is what it is i gave it my best shot and well and i think especially like in this day and age yeah like there's so much more sneakiness for like I feel bad for people that have to try to date in this day and age like there's so many more avenues I don't know of risk I guess I'll say yeah it's crazy like you're you don't know people are liars they have fake identities they're cheaters on social media they're have addictions you know what I mean like you just people are good at hiding things and could I be catfished that, yes and I think that that's it the internet makes it easy for those types of things yeah i mean Mm -hmm. okay catfish let's talk about that though for real because that's the show a good bit at first and was pretty blown away at that point like seriously you've been talking to this person for five years five years right so some of them were a bit far-fetched but like, we're, like, a whole decade in, or I don't know how far into the fact that this show exists still. 
And I'm not sure how it's still happening. <laughs> like, have you been living under a rock? Well, and I I feel like these catfishes, cat fish eye. I'm not really sure that what fish, what the plural look up the uh, yeah. Cuz I don't think the fishes is a word but um I I think that they prey on a special kind of person. And not to say that you have to fit within a certain um category of somebody for something like that to happen. But I feel like I, there are people who are so desperate to find love or to find somebody that they are willing to look the other way or have the wool pulled over their eyes to live some kind of yes fantasy a bit with naive. this big person it's about like the same people that believe they've won the british lottery but they need to send the money over for it to be cleaned right a bit of a bit i think you're right you have to have a naive bone to be even in the realm of someone who could be catfished right and I think it's like the word deer. I just ran it through in my head. Look, I found a catfish. Look, there are several catfish over there. I believe it's like the word deer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. (laughs) Um, But I think also for those same people, it's probably for a lot of people a lot easier to maintain a fake relationship than a real one or an internet relationship. Because you're not having, like, the real relationship problems that you would with somebody that you see all the time. You don't have the same growing pains and that kind of thing with these online-only relationships. I saw one episode, and I was so happy because the guy was really him. She was really her. No fake pictures. No nothing was ever used. And they were, like, who they said they were. And they lived happily ever after. Yeah, I've seen some of them that are like that. But then you wonder, like, why were you stringing this person on? Why did you keep saying that you were going to meet them? And then you constantly stood them up. And, like, why did a TV show have to get involved before you quit playing games? (laughs) I know. And I always like to, like, I don't know. I mean, it's MTV, so who knows what's scripted or not. But... I always thought it was funny too. Like, they would call, leave a message. Hey, it's Neve. I'm calling from MTV, and always get an immediate call back. And I'm sorry. I know everyone is very similar to me in the sense that you see a number ring that you don't know, and it says spam risk. That's what my phone says all the time. Mm-hmm. You're not picking that up. You're not calling it back, even if someone says they're from MTV. I'd be like, yeah, MTV, my ass. Okay, sure, you're from MTV. Don't yeah. So it's funny to me that they always magically get the call back too. Like I feel like, I don't know. I feel like there's a it's a it's a setup. Um, yeah. Dog, could you? My dog is so picky. Her favorite thing is to lay under the blanket, but she's like a queen and can't just lay under the blanket like she likes to on the couch. She has to like kick and prance and fluff and get this blanket to her exact (laughs) absolute standards and then she finally gets on top of the blanket does like 17 circles around then lays down but then guess what she's no longer under the blanket anymore so then she gets up to like dance some more and get back under the blanket it's a whole (laughs) saga but that's if you hear background noise that's totally what's happening right now she is oh doing the uh couch blanket waltz as we speak what a life to wake up i know nap some more under a blanket all day 
I know. Um, I, I feel the same with our dogs also, well, and our cats too, but like I get, I get so jealous of them sometimes because I'll walk in the living room or something while I'm working or whatever. And they're just sprawled out on the couch, laying on the floor in front of the fire or whatever, just living their best life. Cats are in the cat tree in front of the window, basking in the sun. I'm like, must be a really hard life that you guys are living there. I know. Like, I don't really believe in, I mean, reincarnation per se. It's not really my thing. But if it turns out to be a thing, I'd like it to be known. I'll come back as a cat or dog to lay under a blanket on the couch. I would I would say that, too. Except for I would probably come back and have some loser owner that ties me up to a tree outside. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> With no yes. dog house or food and water and stuff. I'd be with some pathetic ass like that. We had people that lived like that. So where we are located, there's like two main drags in town. And then there's some little cross streets between the two. We live at one of the cross streets between the two. So the people at the other end of the main drag there was like the little, if it makes an H if you will. So the other end of the middle bar H had a pit bull type mixed dog and it felt bad because like when they let the dog out they literally would just open the door and there the dog went across the main drag down a couple blocks wherever it wanted to go like they didn't watch it chain it leash it walk it nothing they just opened the door and it's a free roaming dog in the town here and it was always in everybody's trash and trying to get stuff and it just made me sad because i'm sure that poor baby was just hungry yeah. Um, they don't live there anymore, so I don't know whatever happened to the dog, but it sucks because at the same time we don't want anybody's dog tearing up everyone's trash, but or getting hit by a car on the road. Yes. Yes, and sometimes we would hear like horns honking and I'd be like, "Please don't be the neighbor's dog." You know, like I just one don't want to have to explain all that to the kids, but well, and if it does this... damage to somebody's car, I mean, they could sue you for damages and but they stuff would leave too. It out, like endlessly. I mean, this thing would be roaming for hours at a time, and it always just made me sad. Like it's really cold. This yeah, poor boy just wants some food and some heat. Um, so I don't know. I hate I hate people like that. I would probably get an owner like that too. That would totally be my love. <laughs> um, I don't know. And we're not, you know animal people anyway. Like all of our neighbors' houses, we dub them based on like. We have one set of neighbors that we call the hound dog's house. It's not, couldn't tell you the people that live there. I can tell you they got a hound dog and that's her house. Um, so like when we're talking about things, be like, oh, do you see that car? It stopped at the hound dog's house today. And then she went down to the black lab's house. And like, like the neighbors are not people. We, we call the neighbors all just by what their dogs right. are. Um, the chihuahua lady was out walking her dogs. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. just know everybody is their animal. Well, if you watch the Christmas story movie. Yes. Yes. The Bumpus is hounds next yes. door. That's what Eric thinks the neighbors probably think that our dogs are. Oh my so gosh, hilarious. Rihanna or anybody who's our neighbors listening to this right now, I'm really sorry, but every time like we let them outside, like they're not quiet at all. Oh. They they get excited and they bark like crazy and then they go outside and they run after each other and bark and tackle each other to the ground and stuff and Eric's like, "Damn, Bumpus is hounds are outside." Oh no. Cause we... commotion. Love the Christmas story. I know it's not everybody's favorite Christmas movie, but we are weirdos in this house. And like I already told you, we are. You should know that by now. Oh, um, I love it. Yeah. 
it comes on TBS Christmas Eve at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And airs for 24 hours straight. Yeah, it has for years. We like do that. not change our channel mm-hmm. during that stretch. Um, It's on all the time. It's what we watch. Now, the only thing I will say that I don't like, we are people who I've said it before, we sleep with our TV on because it's just enough light and no ways to be able to see. Or if I hear something, I like to be able to blame it on the TV. <laughs> but watching that movie all night, two different times, it usually gets me and wakes me up. One... When he's coming down the slide and he's screaming and yelling because they're pushing him down the slide. (laughs) Yeah. When he's screaming and yelling, got the tongue stuck to the pole because both of those are such like a high pitched squeal. They will wake me out of a dead sleep. But it's tradition. We usually get wine. The kids go to bed. It comes on at eight. We drink wine, wrap presents, watch Christmas story. I like it. Um, We don't have cable now, but when I was a kid, we had sadly and we would watch it all christmas eve on tbs and my mom can't stand that movie but she sucked it up though for for christmas eve i feel like i might have failed my kids here tonight there's a disney version of the christmas carol oh okay yeah um and it was on but it it was it's like a two-hour ten-minute movie and it Literally, we were at the last 10 minutes. We didn't watch any of it. We just like just turned it to that channel. And I was like, well, here's the thing, guys. We've never seen this version. So, like, we'll record it, watch it later or something. The whole thing, though. Like, I don't want to start a movie with 10 minutes left. Right. That's dumb. Um, And Gatlin's like, well, what movie is it? And I'm like, oh, it's, you know, it's a Christmas carol. It's, you know, the ghost of Christmas past and present and future and Ebenezer Scrooge. And he's like, like the duck, like Donald Duck. And I was like, what? <laughs> but I forgot. The only version they've ever seen of anything kind of related to the Christmas Carol is the Donald Duck version. Yeah. Of... So I was like, yeah, we're definitely going to watch that and probably some other versions now. I feel like I might have <laughs> made a failed you. He's like, yeah, Ebenezer Scrooge, did you mean Donald Duck? And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I love um, the movie Scrooged with Bill Murray. That's always a Christmas tradition of mine. Ah. Uh, not a bill murray fan oh what i love him he just gets on my nerves to be honest him singing at the seventh inning stretch at the chicago baseball games and all of that he just gets on my nerves i don't know why i don't i mean he's, he's never personally done anything to me he's just i'm just not a fan i think is that my dad is a really big fan of his and we always grew up watching his movies and stuff so i i don't know i think it's more maybe a nostalgic thing but i mean if he just started acting right now i probably wouldn't but like his old movie stripes i love groundhog day i love oh nope <laughs> well and i think it's probably like mom didn't like him either really and so it's probably like i just grew up also not liking him yeah um <laughs> Bill Murray, first of all, I hope you're listening to this episode because that'd be pretty sweet and I probably would become a fan. But if you happen to be listening, I don't mean any personal offense here. I just. My grandma always hated Nicolas Cage and Joe Diffie, and I used to give her such a hard time all the time. Joe Diffie? (laughs) Just make jokes to her about it. Like she would get angry, and she was never an angry person, but. Oh, rest in peace, Joe Diffie. (laughs) Those were the two that. I was like, Joe Diffie looks like Alan Jackson with that haircut. And she's like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Mom about killed Jeff one time over Michael Landon. 
because she loved Michael Landon. She loved Little House on the Prairie and the Waltons. Like you won't, can't mess with any of that stuff. Yeah. And one day, Jeff mistakenly said he was thinking about the Brady Bunch dad, but Mm -hmm. got it confused with Michael Landon and said, was Michael Landon gay? And I literally thought he was going to die that day. Like, mom pretty much held Michael Landon on a pedestal and you will not start any such rumor about him. Um, I don't know. We grew up watching... Man, I've probably seen every episode of Little House that exists several times over. Yeah, my mom was a big Little House on the Prairie fan. Crazy. I don't know. And I know that those books were written... You know, the show was based off the books and the books were written based off of real times. You know, Laura Ingalls Wilder, but crazy some of them like i can't fathom like well we've got to get married to the eye doctor it's a seven day trip ahead in the way yeah. to go 14 miles like phew, no thank yeah. you um i don't know what days though but it's i feel like a hundred years from now our great grandkids or great great grandkids are gonna look at some of the things that we do today they're literally no big deal today and they're gonna be like i can't believe you lived like that I know. Yeah, can you believe our grandmas used to record this podcast on their phone? <laughs> I can totally hear it now. Do you remember um, when you used to have to hold a phone in your hand and it wasn't just in your head dialing Oh my out? gosh. I can't even. Uh, I did really wish, though, that by now we would be more like the Jetsons if we're, if we're just going to go there too. Really? I... No, I wanted to slow down. Well, I don't... I, okay. I'm over technology already. Like, I don't want any more of it. I mean, I just want the cartoon, like, I just want it to be, like, the cartoon Jetsons. I don't, I don't want a whole lot of thought going into it here, but if we could climb into a buggy of some sort, hit a button, and show up at a mall, that would be pretty fantastic. (laughs) Or if I had a Rosie, the robot, cleaning my entire house, probably could get down with that. I could probably get down with that that bit of technology now yeah. if we're talking irobot will smith nope no thank you yeah i say some of the stuff that i've been seeing like on my news feed and different news articles and stuff that pop up i'm like yep could have done without seeing that that's scary just different stuff that they're trying to create and develop like i saw one the other day that said um they've successfully like had like a robot or something reproduce itself or something i'm like oh that's cool what that's awesome. no no yeah so about this compound we're gonna build in the mountains and live in and never come out again right i was like i was like wh- who's spending money on that like who's researching that and why why are you doing that like what is the benefit of that right and quite frankly i will tell you where because clearly i am an investment connoisseur where to put that money don't spend it on stupid stuff like that that's what people are getting mad about these rockets going into pretend space i call it pretend space because to me unless you're going to like the moon or a planet so what you went out of orbit and right back in um again spoken as a lay person here that's just a worker be never going to climb into space at all right but we're going to talk about climate change while we're sending rockets through the atmosphere of dollars doing that and like I get that people can spend their money how they want, but like I just don't know how anybody with a conscience right could say like look 500 billion let's get in this little wiener craft or 
500 billion let's feed all of and house all of the kids and vets in the country right and don't preach me about climate change when you're going to your climate summits and your private jets and yes it's flying to outer space and stuff like i hypocrisy right right the stupidity is just at an all-time high and i cannot take it (laughs) yeah it's weird it's weird times we're living in like I feel like maybe some lack of technology would come back from that. Oh, you know what? I was going to talk to you about this off the cuff, but since we're here, I'm going to bring it up and I want you to tell me what you think. Okay. Our school district is doing, and I don't think they've ever done this before. And that's why I'm weirded out by it. Doing a planned power outage at the school. To Why? To simulate what would happen in the event of some sort of catastrophic power outage and how they would handle communication. There's no phones. No, like we got a a message, you know, as a heads up because they don't want to be called to school and freak out that they can't get through during this time. And that needs to happen while the kids are in school. Like that's not something that can happen after school hours or on a Saturday. Nope. It's definitely happening during school hours. They anticipate it to last a half an hour. But tell me, I mean, and, okay, in my 37 years, okay, we're Ohio. We do tornado drills. We do fire drills. They do lockdown drills. Never, ever have I heard of a power outage drill. No. And I just wonder, like, what would, because in the message it said it was a required school whatever test that they have to do. Like, it's a required happening So, I don't know who I could ask about that, but, like, what would be required about that? Are they anticipating some sort of mass outage that we don't know about? Like, I don't know. It's very weird to me. And the school doesn't have generators also? I don't know, because I'll tell you what. I know our office does, and they kick on in the flash of an instant. Like, anytime. This sounds terrible, by the way, and I just don't care. You people know me enough to know. Sometimes it's nice to wish for a power outage, because it may give you a break. (laughs) <laughs> breathe for a minute those right. don't exist Sorry. at our Can't office work today. No internet. we have like bus sized generators that you know the power might be down for a minute but then you'll hear the Ooh, you know, yep. the generators are on um which is great i mean it's great that they're smart and they've thought about well that's what i was gonna say when prepared. i was in school i mean i graduated in 2005 and we had generators when i was in school like never was there a full-on power outage that we didn't have, have air conditioning right in my school if that tells you how old i mean like i said i'm 37 uh we didn't even have air conditioning yeah we didn't so. have air conditioning either but like the lights never went out or computers or phones or anything like that yeah i don't know it's very weird though so that's happening this week um i would leave them home that day probably yeah. i feel like that's dumb that's it's just odd. I feel like it's just it's just odd. I just want to know more about it. Like, yeah. did a power outage happen somewhere in our state that left the school devastated and not knowing how to react? And now we're saying, hey, maybe we should practice this. Like, I don't know. Like, what? Well, and it just sounds like a waste of time. Like, why is that something that has to be done during the school day? I don't know. Because I'll tell you what, it's 30 minutes that my baby who needs to pass her reading test is not practicing reading. So... Yeah, it's weird, but okay. Well, I just wondered if you had ever heard of that. Maybe our listeners know things in their states. Um, I don't know. We'd love to hear from you if you do. I'm curious. Literally, I just have never heard of this, but 
Um, we want to hear from you about that and also your New Year's resolutions. So please, please, please find us on social media. Um, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok at NeedlesHooksDL. Uh, or you can email us. It is spelled all the way out. NeedlesHooksAndDirtyLooks at gmail.com. Uh, we're serious. This is a serious game we play about New Year's resolutions. So get serious with us. and let We're us all going to hold each other accountable. accountable. Yes. Oh, my yeah. gosh. This is it. I love when we finish each other's sentences. <laughs> um, but we're serious. We want to hear from you. So find us. And, uh, you know, we're pretty fun on social media, too. So for that, just follow us anyway or share us. Um, but DL, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or Needlesooks and Dirty Looks, but all the way out at gmail.com. We thank you, as always, for joining us this week as we discuss our thoughts on ugly sweaters, as well as every other event we like to just ramble on about. Right. <laughs> um, show us your ugly sweaters. Do you have an ugly sweater? Is it really beautiful and you don't want to just say it's ugly? Did you um, make your own ugly sweater? Like, did you crochet it or knit it? Please tell us. We would love to hear. Um, yeah. We'll share with our listeners, too. Uh, otherwise, we hope that you find us on social media and join us here next Tuesday. We'll be here. Yep. Bye. Bye.